0: Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit praisechapellasvegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. God bless you all once again. Amen. Uh, in the book of Ephesians, if you turn to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 27. Amen. This has been the, the theme scripture for our series here. Amen. And the word of God says that he did this to present to her, to himself, as a glorious church without spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and Without fault. Amen. Come on. God is looking. Amen. This morning, church. And he's been looking. Amen. And we've been in this series for uh, two weeks going on. In our third week, we'll, I'll wrap up today. Amen. But a church that with without spot, a, a church without blemish, a, a church without wrinkle. In other words, that we say, I, I. come on. We need to iron out our differences. Oh. We have to iron out our differences. How many know it starts with you? Come on, somebody say me. Come on, it starts with you, amen. It starts in your home. It starts in your relationships with spouses and children and stuff like that. So we cannot be preaching to others if our own home is a mess. Come on, somebody. Come on, there there are things that we need to iron out. There are things that we need to... Wrinkle out, Amen. In our in our church, remove those blemishes, Amen, uh, that bring a, a bad stink in our lives, Amen. If I can, I, if I can put it like that, Amen. That we can remove these things within our homes, Church, Hallelujah. That God is looking for that today, but it starts with us. It starts with you first. Before you can even start with your spouses or anything else, it has to start with you. So as I wrap up this series on. Let's just all get along. Somebody say, let's just all get along. Let's just all get along, along, church. Amen. We're talking about relationships. God is looking for a church that gets along. How many of you know that in the world you see people not getting along? Come on, there, everything that you turn on, every media thing, it's not people getting along. There's people that are divided instead of united. And God is looking for people to get along, but He's looking for the church to be the example. He's looking for the church to set the tone. Amen. Because if the church is not getting along, how can we reach those that are not getting along? Come on. So something has to happen within our church. Uh, something has to happen within our own families, within our own lives, to set the tone. Of getting along. Can somebody say amen? Amen. So he's looking for a church, amen, that that works things out. How many know that we need to work things out? Tell your name. You got to work things out. Come on, talk to yourself. I need to work some things out. (laughs) How about you, amen? Like I said, it starts with you first, amen. We got to work some things out within our lives, amen. And a church that expresses love. Come on, somebody say love, love. Love for each other. Come on, if we're walking into a church and we're not loving each other, how many know that that's, that's a problem? Come on, hey, come on, if we're not liking each other in the church, amen, and we're just kind of, we're just kind of tolerating each other, amen, there's, there's a problem, church. Uh, we need to love. Come on, somebody. Look at somebody and say, I love you. Don't look at who you came with. Look at someone else. I love you, man. I love you guys. I love you. See, it's easy to say I love you to someone you really love, but you gotta, you got to love the stranger. you you got to love all those, amen, even those at your job, even your boss, hallelujah, everybody. If we really want to represent the, the body of Christ, if we really want to be the church that loves, amen, it has to start in our lives, but it not only here, but we got to take it out there. We got to take it to the world. We got to take it to those that that come against you. You got to take it to those the enemies are out there. You got to love everyone. Can somebody say Amen? Amen. Relationships are worth restoring. And I want to minister on the other four biblical steps of restoring relationships. I gave you three last Sunday. How many remember them? What was the first one? That's right. You got you got to go to God first, right? That's, how many know that's a big step? That's a that's a good step. Talk to God. Number two. Initiative. Take the initiative. Yes, Uh-oh. you can't you can't take the initiative uh, if you don't go without the step one. Amen. You take the initiative in a, a wrong way. So you're gonna have to talk to God first before you take the initiative. And the and the last one I talked about. Come on. Sympathize. Come on, sympathize. Come on, don't solutionize. Hallelujah. You gotta sympathize with their feelings. Amen. Are we ready for the next four? Come on, on. Come on here we go. Seven steps on restoring relationships. Seven biblical steps. God's way of restoring relationships. This is what God is looking for, the church. Number four. You must confess your part of the conflict. Oh, no. Come on, somebody look at somebody and say, confess. confess. Yes. You, you gotta confess. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Come on. If you are serious, listen. If you are serious on restoring a, a relationship, if you're serious about restoring their broken relationships within your life. You should begin by admitting, listen, your own mistakes and sins. Jesus said it this way, Amen. That way we be able to be able to see. In Matthew chapter five, uh, seven, verse five, says, "Hypocrite, first get rid of the log in your eye." Then you will see enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Come on. Come on it starts with who? Me. You. Starts with who? Me. Come on. Somebody say me. me. If you're not even yelling me, there's a problem. <laughs> somebody say me. Me. Because I mean, most of the time the problem is right here. If we can take care of this problem here, we can help on other problems. We can work on the solution. But if you're not admitting to your own mistakes, if you're not taking fault on the things that you're doing, amen, you're not going to be able to see anything. You're, got. He says, take the plank out of your own eye. That way you can see the speck in your friend's eye. Because all of us have blind spots. Come on, somebody say hello. Come on, we have blind spots, amen. So we may need a third party, to help us in approaching the person with this conflict that we have with. Come on, the third party would be your pastor or a good brother and sister in the Lord. Don't take somebody that on that's on your side. Come on. See, there's a problem. Sometimes we take, come on, we're going to go attack this right now. You agree with me? Yes, okay. You, 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 there has to be someone that's biased, amen. Someone that's, you know, that's not going to take a side, but someone that's going to gear you in the right direction. Come on, somebody say Amen. amen. Come on, you can't be taking your gang with you and all this other stuff. Amen. Your clique click and say, come on, help me to deal with this situation. You've got to take someone that will gear you in the right way. Hallelujah. We must also ask God to show us how much of it is our fault. How many pray that? How many pray, God, am I at fault here? Did I do anything wrong? Come on, or, or do we just look at all the wrong that they're doing? Come on, somebody. Come on, we, we, we got we to ask God, God, show me how much of it is my fault. So you just got to say, God, am I the problem? And sometimes we don't say that because you know he's going to say, oh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's the first thing I do. God, was, was I wrong? And he says, yeah. And I said, oh, man, I knew it. I knew I should have. Oh. And then I got I to I make the men. So I got to say, you know what, it was my fault. You know what? I I should not. And then he starts uh, revealing all the stuff that was wrong in the situation on my fault, not on their fault, not on their part, on my part. Amen. Uh, First John 1, 8, the message Bible says this. If we claim that we are free of sin, we're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. So we say there is nothing wrong with us, uh, that, you know, everything is okay on our side, amen. Uh, and you know what? It's, a, it's only them, it's only them, Then we are fooling ourselves and we're not living in the truth. First John 1, 9 uh, says this, amen. It says, but wh- if we confess, somebody say confess, but if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. How many know that confession is a powerful tool? Come on. It's a powerful tool for reconciling with one another, amen, or with someone, amen. And the way most people often handle conflicts, if we can be for real, church, usually makes it the problem bigger than the original one. Come on. Because we don't confess our faults, amen, and usually when we're trying to address something uh, or or address a conflict and we're just pointing the finger, amen, and we're not taking the confession of our part of our mistakes, amen, we make problems bigger. Can somebody say amen? Amen. We must begin by humbly admitting our mistakes, somebody say my my mistake, and it will cool the other person's anger. Because they are waiting for you to be defensive. Yes. Come on, preach it. it is. You know, they're, they're waiting. Okay, she's coming. He's coming. They're going to say. And so I know they're going to say something wrong. And so you're, you're just ready to defend. Don't make excuses or put the blame on other people. You need to fess up your part. Somebody just say fess up. Fess up. You got to fess up your part. You got to confess your part. You got to check your heart. And when you do, church, all things or most of the things will go smoother. We must accept responsibility for our mistakes and then ask God for forgiveness. Amen. Amen. Listen, confession is supposed to free us to enjoy fellowship with Christ. Amen. It should ease our conscience and lighten our cares. So we must confess our part. Can somebody say amen. amen? Number five, the big one attack the problem, not the person. See, we like to attack the person and not the problem. Come on, somebody. Come on, we, we want revenge, we, we want it now, and we want to tell somebody off. Hallelujah. We, we want to attack that person for what they've done, what they said, whatever it may be. The mis- whatever it is, and most of the time it's a misunderstanding, but, but whatever it is, we don't attack the problem, we attack the person. Yeah. And we cannot fix the problem if you keep blaming the other person for their mistakes. You, you can't fix the problem, and all you're, doing, all you're doing is putting the finger about them, pointing the finger to them and say, What about you? What about this? What about that? You're never going to get anywhere. Proverbs chapter 15, verse, verse 1 in the Message Bible says this, A gentle response defuses anger, but a sharp tongue kindles a temper fire. The NIV says it like this, A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. Oh. Hallelujah. How I many know when you start yelling, things just start rising up, amen? Things get out of control, people just start saying things, and pretty soon you're saying some things that you should not be saying you will never fix the problem by just pointing the finger you got to choose your words wisely come on on, let's think about that do we do that church or do we let our emotions drive us most of the time our emotions are telling us what to do right and we kind of go for it with our emotions and so we're not waking up getting dressed putting on the full armor of God, if we're not hitting the altar, amen, before we leave our houses, amen, you are an open attack for some problems. And so we need to be reminded of that because not only, I know that we all fall short, and there are things that rise up in our spirit when someone pushes the right button, but if you're prayed up and the Holy Spirit's inside of you, he's quickly there to remind you, even though you feel like saying something, he says, don't say it. But if you're not prayed up and that's not part of a routine in your life, church, then we're going to handle things wrong and we're going to start using harsh words and pointing fingers at people. We have to pray, God, help me to use wise words in handling this conflict or the situation that's in my life or in my home or with whoever, God, that I use the wise, wise words. Can somebody say amen? See, raising your voice and using harsh words will always trigger an anger response. Come on, now. an angry response will happen, amen. Turn away from wrath and seek peace and choose gentle words. In resolving conflict, listen church, how you say it is as important on what you're saying. Let me know that saying something it just in the tone itself can change something right there? So how you say it is important of what you have to say. And if you say it offensively, they're going to receive it defensively. Proverbs chapter 16, 21 says this a wise, mature person is known for his understanding. The more pleasant his words, the more persuasive he is. Paul sums it up like this in Ephesians chapter four, twenty nine. Do not use harmful words, but only helpful words. The kind that will build up and provide what is needed so that you will say and do good to those who hear you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So attack the problem, not the person. Number six. Hallelujah. Cooperate as much as possible. Cooperate. As much as possible. Romans chapter 12, 18 says this. Paul says, do everything possible on your part. Somebody say my part. part. To live in peace with everyone. The New Living Translation says like this. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Peace, church, always has a price tag. Come on. Sometimes it will cost you your pride. Hello. Hello. Come on, somebody. Sometimes it'll cost you yourself bitterness in order for peace to come. Come on, you're gonna have to bite your tongue. You're gonna have. To, it's gonna cost you something. You know there there is so much. Uh, as you guys know, I work in sales and in sales and, and trying to sell something. And, and right now, especially uh, right now, I mean, the for our business is is booming. I don't know why, but people are just buying. I mean, it's good for me, but I, it's been tiring these last uh, almost month and a half of going back to work. I mean, it's just ongoing from day on. But through all that, how many know that it can just cause some problems working with, your, with, with other people? And then all of a sudden, you know, there's always, they, that guy's taking, he's cutting you and all that. I mean, there's just a bunch of chaos. And, and I just walked by and I said, it, it doesn't matter, guys going to take care of me. There's so much chaos. And you know what? Just, let's just all work it out in peace. Let's just all get along. Hallelujah. Come on. Hopefully they're on, online listening. Amen. Hallelujah. I invite people to come to church. Amen. But my coworkers, they're, man, they need Jesus. Hallelujah. But, but, but I come in and I'll bring a peace to them. I'll speak to them. You know, I, I'll tell them and they're like, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. And, and, then, and, and But, you know, I, I, I don't have time for chaos. I, I, man, I just want to work and go home, amen. Hallelujah. I just want to go back to my wife, my children, come back to you guys, amen. And, you know, but, but, you know, I, I got to do my work, but, you know, I don't want all this. I, I walk away from all that. I, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to be there. I'm not going to put my two cents or my penny or dimes or you're talking about, amen. I, I don't want to put all that, amen. Man, we're putting dollars and $5, and, hey, I want to put a $10 in that one, amen. We, we want to give them peace of our mind. But we need to understand, church. We need to cooperate. We need to seek peace. And peace always has a price tag, church. Uh, But for the sake of fellowship, we must do our best in cooperation and to bring peace. Can somebody say amen? amen? Romans chapter 12, verse 10 says this. Love each other with a genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. That means to speak well about your brethren. Come on, we should not be speaking bad about each other, church. If we are the church, and yeah, we may have some conflicts or some disagreements and things like that, but we have to cooperate in seeking peace in it and representing who we represent. Amen. Now, we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God, and you. More, there's a lot of people looking at your life than you think. Come on, you claim Christianity, you put that tag, you put disciple on you, amen. People are looking at you, and when you blow it, they are the first to tell you. The world is looking, the sinner's looking at you, amen, and they're looking at the imperfections, amen, in, in your life, amen, and say, you know what, you're just like me. And so we have to understand that we must seek peace. Not that we don't have troubles or not that we don't blow it. There's times, where, how do you handle it? Don't right, ask me the question, amen. And you know what? Sometimes if I'm too angry, amen, I'll, I'll, I'll just go to the restroom and grab a hold of God. And there's times where, you know what? I need to say something. And I'll say it. Now, I don't say it in harsh words. I, I don't say it in anything, amen. I, I just say, you know, seeking peace for it. I remember one, this one man, this, this young man got me so angry. I'm okay right now, amen? This all is right? years. I'm all right. Okay. But he was so, he was just so, just uh, just thought he was a Mr. Perfect and all this. And he was trying to put down the church and me and all this. All time. He? Uh, he, he, he's gone now. <laughs> we want to seek peace, amen? <laughs> but he got me so mad that he almost made me flesh out. I mean, I, I just—I just got full. I was just, you know what? Peace. There's a price tag. I was eating it up. I was eating those words. I was walking away, but here there he was, and Like, and I just said, i so mad. And I was like, oh, something's coming out of my mouth that shouldn't. And I just went up there, and I— and the Holy Spirit just prompted me right when I came out. Art. And I was like, you arrogant punk. <laughs> that was the— that was the, the harshest words I can say to him. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I but we gotta seek. We gotta seek the right words, church. And I, I, you know, and and actually after that, arrogant punk. That was it. That was my my, that was my cuss word right there. Amen. But after that, we went silent for two weeks, and then we became friends. (laughs) And I guess he's like, you know what? He's okay after all. Amen. Amen. We gotta we gotta seek peace, guys. But we need to love each other. Love, love is who we are. Love is what. Love is what was sent to us to die for us. It was love that brought us together. It was love that brought us back to the Father. It was. It's love that keeps the church together. It's love that keeps anything go together. Family, anything. It's love. It's about love. You know. You know what? We have some problems, but I love you. You know. They just said some vows to each other. They love each other, you know, for better or for worse. We're gonna we're gonna get it through. It's love that's gonna keep us together. Love is gonna keep a marriage together. Come on, Come on it's the foundation of why you're getting married, is because I love you, right? Come on. You know, well, I like you. You like me? Okay, let's maybe let's get married. You know, we don't do that <laughs> because we love each other, right? I don't want to live without you. I I want uh, that's what we got. We got to understand that, you know what? I, I love you guys. I you know what? I I, I want to see you in heaven. It's not like I hope I don't see you in heaven, <laughs> right? If, we, if we're thinking like that, there's something wrong inside of us, church. There has to be a genuine love inside of. We have to take delight in honoring with each other. Uh, come on, give a compliment once in a while instead of complaining every all the time. Oh, come on. You know what, sis? You look nice today, and really mean it though. <laughs> okay, I said a nice thing, and you walk away. No, no, no. You really mean it. Take honor, delight. You know what, I was thinking about you, and I seen this at the store, and I bought it for you. That's love right there, church. In honoring each other, listen, in honoring each other, it involves God's love. Why? Because we were created in His image. Come on, when you're looking at someone else, that's the image of God. Love that person. Can somebody say amen? Philippians chapter two, verse three says, "Do not be selfish. Do not try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others better than yourselves." Listen, church. Selfishness can ruin a church, but genuine humility can build it. Come on, amen. Come on, amen. Come on. Selfishness will ruin a church, but being humble will build it up. Amen. Amen. Last thing, we must participate in reconciling with each other. In reconciling uh, each other's differences, in reconciliation, it is a two-way street. It is not a one-way street. It is two ways. We we have to participate in this if we are going to restore relationships. Colossians chapter 3, 13 says, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive everyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. We have to make room for allowances. We've got to make some allowances for each other's mistakes. How many know that we're going to blow it? Come on, we're going to fall short. We're going to say something, but that should not build an offense. Amen. You know what? Writing people off. No, we we got to make allowances for each other we got to make allowances for each other's fault we need to forgive them when something happens amen uh, come on uh, or someone offends you amen uh, we got to remember how much the lord has forgiven us yes, amen. come on i don't know about you but he's forgiven me much come on, come on and we get offended once and we don't want to forgive Come on, God has forgiven us for everything, church. All Everything that we have ever said and done, amen. He's forgiven us, and sometimes we don't want to forgive a person for offending us one time. Come on. The key in forgiving others is remembering how much God has forgiven you. Maybe that's where you got to start at when you need to forgive somebody. God, oh my Lord, you've forgiven me so much. I can let this offense go. I can let this situation go, church. God. Uh, I can let this go because, God, you, God, you, you forgive me so much. And not that the Lord reminds us. I mean, oh, that we're good in reminding others what they've done to us. But the Lord, he erases it. It's gone. God, help me to be like that. Help me to be like you. Come on, ain't, ain't that, that our goal is to be like Jesus? Come on. Come on, we, we got to be like the son. We need to represent who he is. Realizing God's infinite love and forgiveness helps us, say me, amen. helps us help uh, love and forgive others. So when we remember his love for us, his forgiveness for us, amen, then we can love and forgive others by remembering how much he has loved us, church. Amen. We must be able to reconcile our, dif- our differences. And if we can be real, church, how many know that we're not going to agree on everything? There are things that I'm doing right now, even as a pastor in the church, that people say, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with what he's doing right now. You know, we're we're gonna disagree on some items, church. There's gonna, there's gonna be a disagreement. But how can we re-establish relationship when we're not even when we don't even really want to resolve any differences? How are we, how are we gonna work out things, amen, if we cannot come to an agreement. We as Christians can have honest disagreements, church. There's nothing wrong with that. There's times where my wife and I there's a disagreement. And that's okay. That's all right. Can somebody say it's all right? All right. It's okay to disagree on some things. And I like it this way, well, I like it that way. You know, there 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 are things that we are going to be honest disagreements, but in other words, we got to work things out, church. We got we to gotta find our way. We have to participate in, in resolving whatever is conflict, whatever is within our relationship, whatever, whatever disagreements are within our lives, amen, that through that we can still get along. We can even disagree, amen, on items but agree to disagree. Yeah. It's okay for those, okay, oh, that's the way you like it. That's, the way, that's okay, let's move on. Let's not stay there. Come on, let not. Let's not just build a fire around it, amen, and have a time there. Right. You know, we're gonna set a party right here, and we're just gonna work on. We're just gonna talk about this. All no, okay. You agree that I I disagree with that way. I, I, I want to do it this way. Okay, well, that's great. Let's just move on. Fine. But we want to park there, and we want to. We want to bring it every week. We want to visit it every weekend. Oh, come on, we want to just. We we don't want. We don't. We just want to just stay right there. Woo-wee. Bake a cake. Have a party, just say Here we are again, yep, here we are. We're eating the same thing. We need to move on. Some, tell your neighbor, move on. Come on, are you disagree? Come on, just work it out, resolve it, move forward, amen. There's too many things to do in the kingdom of God to let these little pity things, amen, stop the church from moving forward, church. We need to move forward, amen. We need to move on with God, and we need to love each other despite of the disagreements. What I say, Wednesday, tic tac. What we tic tac him thing, little, little tic tac stuff. We need to move on. Don't build a monument over these petty things. Deal with it, disagree with it if you have to, but move on. Hold that person's hand and say, you know what, we may not agree, but we're going to walk hand in hand in this. We're going to move forward in God, amen. This is not going to stop us in our marriage. Uh, This is not going to stop us in our relationship. Uh, I'm going to still love you. Uh, I'm still going to pray for you. Uh, I'm still going to honor you, amen. I may disagree with you on that situation, but no, we're not going to park ourselves there. We're going to move forward. We're going to move forward. That's what made Paul such a a great apostle, amen. Uh, That's what made Paul such a great man of God. that He says, you know what? The thing I focus is what's ahead, not what's behind. I don't park myself. I don't go over it. You know, Paul had disagreements. Come on, with brothers. But they moved on. They came to an agreement. They loved each other. You know what? We can't work it out. You go your way, I'll go this way. God bless you. I'll keep praying for your ministry, I'll pray for yours. We move forward. I don't like getting caught up in Kool-Aid and all the stuff that's going on on Facebook and what other, even what other uh, ministries may be saying or doing. You know what? I pray for them. Amen. I don't talk about them. Amen. We pray for each other. I may not agree on some things that they may be doing, but I'm not going to voice my opinion on anything. Well, you know what? Praise God. If that's working for you, then that's right. glory. This is, what we're, this is what I think I need to do for our church. Okay. Agreement? Agreement. Cool. Pray for you, pray for, we move on. We have coffee, we love each other still. <laughs> it's the way it needs to be, right? See, we some of us we come to an agreement, but we have no coffee. <laughs> no more coffee, amen. Oh, the the coffee's gone, the cake's thrown on the floor. Amen. It's just it's over. We're not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about resolving. We gotta, we're talking about participating. We're talking about, you know what, I'll do my part. I'll do my our part. Let's just move forward and let's just continue to love each other. Doesn't mean we, we, we give up on finding a solution for the problem either. Just because there's a disagreement doesn't mean that we keep working on it either. We continue, especially if you're living in the same household, you've got to work some things out. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Spouses say amen. This is what we need to do. We've got to continue to move forward, church. God's looking for a church without spot. God's looking for a church without blemish. God's looking for a church without wrinkle. Come on. I don't know about you, but Jesus is coming soon, church. More than ever. You know, we've we, we, we got to talk. we got to understand these are end time stuff. Where we're at, it we're living in the end times, and we got to understand that there is, there's a God coming back for his church. And if we're caught in all the stuff and, and the vision and all the junk that's out there, and we're not in love, church, we are going to miss it. We must be prepared, and he's looking for that church, amen. He's looking for a church without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish, amen. A church that loves each other, a church that's serving him at this time and preaching of his love. That's who he's coming back for, a, a church, amen, a, come on, that was working things out. Work. But if there's division within the body of Christ, amen, then we are looking just like the world. We've got to work it out. The answer is not getting up and say, you know what, I'm going to another church. Uh-oh. That's not your answer. You're going to find problems over there. <laughs> Ooh, you guess. are. If the problem's not there right now, guess what? Okay. A problem will come in. Yep. That's right. A disagreement will come in. A person that's just going to get under your skin will come in. Okay. And, let's go and then you'll realize PCLV was really a great place to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back there. Right. You went there, huh? You went there? <laughs> I went there. We Let me tell you my heart is not going to shift. I'm here to love people and that's it. Amen. I'm not here to pick who I love. Uh-oh. God says pick. He says love them all. Amen. And that's what we need to do. We've got to love each other. You know what? Even as they leave, there's disagreements. There's a peace in my heart. I continue to pray. We continue to love. We continue to move forward. We have to be that church. Amen. But we have to start to show right relationships within the body. If we're going to do anything in the world, and winning this world for Jesus Christ, amen. If we're not working it out here, who are we going to save? Who are we, who's going to listen to us when we're presenting the gospel? You know, all we're doing is preaching to the race that we want to preach to. Uh-oh. Come on, if we can get real. Come on, Pastor. All we're doing is preaching to the people that we like. Deep. You know, we don't want to preach to those that, we, that don't get along or... Well, we don't want to preach to those that offend us, you know. God says we need to preach to everybody. On, that's right. Every single person. And so the, the, the heart that we need to have and the, the blood that runs through our veins, church, is all the same. Amen. Let's look at people as God's creation. And some of them, yes, they need Jesus. Some of them are, they, they need some healing. Some of them, they, there's, some, there's some heart issues. And we're not going to agree with everything that's going on there. We're not going to stand for that and stand for this and all this stuff. We make our stands, church. Don't get me wrong. But we have to continue to love and pray for those. To see who Christ really is. That's right. But it starts with your life. Uh-oh. It starts by your representation of who you are, how you're representing Christ. Because the world is looking at you. And he's looking at us. We're inviting people to church, amen, and they see the way you live. They won't come. They won't. But if you show them love, you show them who you really are and how Christ changed you. And and yeah, that you fall short and how you get a hold of that. And and, and you show them how to work things out and do things peacefully and and just still have the peace of God in your life. they'll, they'll, They'll look at your life. They'll look at your life. They'll remember you. They'll remember your church. And when things are rocking and things are going down, they don't know where to go. Whether it's here or another church because it was, you represented it. You showed it to them. So our life speaks a lot louder than our words, church. Because people are looking at your life. And so we need as, to work things out as a church. We need to just all get along. And we can show that in the church body and we can res, come together united. Then we can show this world how to love one another. There'll be no differences. There'll be no hatred. There'll be no racism. There'll be nothing. Because really, Jesus is the cure. Come on, we sang that song. Victory has a, a name. Redemption has a name. Hope has a name. Come on. Love has a name. It's Jesus. Cure has a name. You know, you want a cure from this this virus? It's Jesus. That's all, that's all it is. It's Jesus. Jesus. You bring Jesus in this world, and you accept it fully, the world's a way different place. But you know, but the world is. This is the this is His world, the Prince of the world, of the earth, Amen. The Prince of the air, Amen, runs His then Since their enemy is still out, things are still going to happen. But if we can get a little heaven here. You can see how great it's going to be up there for all of us. Amen. All this power here.